0: Happy Days are here again from 1929, brought to you by Ben Selvin and his orchestra. It was written by Milton Ager and Jack Yellen, and providing the words on that one were Annette Hanshaw and the Rollicas. Well, Ben Selvin was quite the uh, bandleader. He was actually one of the most recorded back in the day, the 20s and 30s, largely due to the fact that he had... Oh, dozens of um, different orchestras under his command, all with different names, and very prolific and uh, fun to listen to. Well, they opened this morning's edition of I've Heard That Song Before, and this morning we are going to go way back to the early 20s through to the 1930s and listen to some of the sounds of the early bands. Well, they were called dance bands, also jazz bands, so I guess you could listen to them sitting down, or you could get up and dance to them, and uh, a very distinctive sound, and we also hear from these recordings some of the early strains that would later develop into jazz during the 20th century. Well, we are going to have a mixture of bands today, some from the U.S. and several from the U.K., All, as I said, from the uh, 20s through to the 30s. And our next band is led by Fletcher Henderson. And this is a recording that they made in 1924. The song is written by King Oliver. And it's a very popular jazz standard known either as Sugarfoot Stomp or Dippermouth Blues. And I'm not quite sure why it got two names. But uh, it's been recorded by so many different orchestras. And on this one, by the way, we will also hear a trumpet from a young Louis Armstrong, who was playing with Fletcher Henderson at the time. And then across to the UK, and we're going to go ahead to 1936, to a band leader who's been around for quite a while with his dance band, and he was playing well into the 1960s. Very popular, Joe Loss. And they are going to bring us a song written by the very prolific songwriting team of Harry Revell and Matt Gordon. The song is called Everybody Dance. Uh, Clem Stevens is bringing us the words. And by the way, this was recorded in the Astoria Ballroom, I assume in London, on September the 10th, 1936. And then back to the 1920s and the U.S., to a group led by uh, Trumpeter, Red Nichols, and he had several small groups under his uh, uh, baton, I guess, or leadership, and we'll hear from a couple of them this morning. This particular group is called the California Ramblers, and amongst uh, the personnel, Jimmy and Tommy Dorsey. They're just starting out on their long careers. Well, they're going to bring us a number written by Ray Henderson, Sam Lewis, and Joseph Young. It's a very fun number, and there are lyrics to this which are performed. I'm not quite sure by whom, possibly the band members themselves. We don't know. The song is called Five Foot Two, Eyes of Blue, Has Anybody Seen My Gal? And we'll start with Fletcher Henderson and Sugarfoot Stomp. (laughs)
1: Say it for you, dance, and simply say, okay, anyway the wind blows, up on your toes, turn a rainbow into dancing shoes, on with the music, off with the blues and
0: Five foot two Eyes of Blue from nineteen twenty five. That's oh, how many years ago now? Ninety four years ago. Ninety five years ago. Brought to us by the California Rambles, led by Red Nichols. And before that Joe Lawson is orchestra from nineteen thirty six with everybody dance uh, Revel Gordon uh, Composition joined by Clem Stevens on vocal and we started out with Fletcher Henderson along with Lewis Armstrong and Sugarfoot Stomp. Well we're listening to some fine bands and a couple of smaller groups from the 1920s and 30s and as I mentioned some of the most of the recordings today are well 90 years old certainly uh, 85 to 90 years old we will have one that was uh, is almost a hundred years old and i can't get over the sound quality it's not perfect but boy it's good when you think about the recording studios back then and uh, really good sound quality and of course the music is such fun a lot of the bands that we're listening to kind of faded a little bit as we get into the 1930s but they were jam-packed with some very talented musicians and singers as we'll hear they went on to have very uh, long and wonderful solo or individual careers. And as I said, we'll hear some of them this morning. We just heard from like the Dorsey Brothers and uh, Louis Armstrong, of course, and uh, immense talent around at the time. While you're listening to I've Heard That Song Before, we're coming to you on CHUO 89.1 FM at the University of Ottawa. And talking of bands with lots of talent and some singers that went on to have a long and wonderful career, our next number is a fine example of that. It's taken from 1927. And the song is Side by Side, written by Harry M. Woods. And it's brought to us by probably what was the best known band of the time. It was led by Paul Whiteman. He, I think, was called the King of Jazz, which. Uh, no, don't know it's a title that uh, perhaps uh, it's stuck. But he certainly had some very fine jazz musicians in his band. And they went on, as I said, to have long careers and more of an individual capacity. He also had some wonderful singers. I'm thinking of Mildred Bailey, for one. And uh, the young man we're about to hear. Well, the song is brought to us by a group called the Rhythm Boys. It was recorded on April the 29th, 1927. And the Rhythm Boys were made up of Harry Barris, Al Rinker, and yes, a uh, young Bing Crosby. Actually, Al Rinker was the uh, brother of Mildred Bailey, who Mildred Rinker as was. And she had joined up with Paul Whiteman shortly before. And I think it was Mildred that introduced her brother and Bing to Mr. Whiteman. Well, they're going to bring us side by side. And you can hear the young... Bing Crosby and those tones that went on to become so very popular. Then back to Britain and to uh, 1936. And we're going to hear from Charlie Coons and his Kassani Club Orchestra. Well, Charlie Coons was actually an American who went over to uh, the UK in the 1920s, a very, as we know, fine pianist. He set up the band at the Cassani Club, and it was a beautiful, lovely band with Nice, lyrical, smooth sound. And uh, Charlie Coons, of course, went on to have a wonderful career as a solo pianist with that gorgeous style. Uh, But right now, he's leading his band. They're going to bring us a number called I'm in a Dancing Mood, very appropriate to a dance band, written by the songwriting team of Ziegler, Goodhart and Hoffman, recorded in October of 1936, and George Barclay will bring us the words. And then to 1935, to an orchestra associated with one of the great institutions of uh, the British uh, music culture, and that is the BBC Dance Orchestra. It is led by a number of band leaders over time, Ray Noble, Jack Payne, and Henry Hall. And we'll hear the band as it's led by Henry Hall in 1935, with a lovely Rogers and Hart piece called... There's a small hotel, and we'll start with Paul Whiteman, The Rhythm Boys, and Side by Side.
1: heavenly the way you follow me you seem to know my mood you know how We were there together There's a bridal suite One room bright and neat Complete for us to share together Looking through the window You can see a distant steeple not a sign of people who wants people when the steeple bell says good night sleep well we'll thank the small hotel together To hear the latest in jazz or maybe some of the greats from the past. Tune in to In Transition with me, Randy McClelland, every Sunday between noon and 2 p.m. on CHUO FM
0: 89.1. And you're listening to I've heard that song before on CHUO 89.1 FM. I'm Stephanie Robinson and this morning we are going way back to the 1920s and the 1930s and listening to original recordings from the time made by some of the dance and jazz bands around as well as one or two of the smaller groups of jazz players and of course some singers and we just heard from Henry Hall and the BBC Dance Orchestra from 1935 the lovely rendition of the Rogers and Hart piece There's a Small Hotel before that, Charlie Coons and the Kasani Club Orchestra, with George Barclay bringing us the words, and Charlie and his colleagues bringing us the music for I'm in a Dancing Mood. And we started out with the Paul Whiteman Orchestra, one of the most popular around in the U.S. in uh, the 1920s and into the 30s, with their vocal group called the Rhythm Boys, featuring a very young Bing Crosby. And they brought us the Harry Woods piece, Side by Side. Well, we're going to carry on now. and We're going to go to 1927. And we will welcome back into the studio Red Nichols, this time with a group called the Charleston Chasers, which includes uh, Jimmy Dorsey on clarinet, Miff Mole on Uh, bass, I guess. Um, Trombone, I think it is. Arthur Schutt is on piano. And we'll hear Dick McDonough on guitar. They're going to bring us a number written by Henry Creamer and Turner Layton called After You've Gone. And then we're going to go back to the United Kingdom and to our um, earliest piece this morning. It was recorded in 1922, so that's 97 years ago, by a band that was just starting up at the time and uh, was going to go on to be very popular in the UK. It was led by Jack Hilton. It was called the Queen's Dance Orchestra, or the Queen's Hall, sorry, Dance Orchestra. They went on to have a long career on concerts, tours. They performed a lot on the continent and, uh, of course, made many re- records. Well they in 1922 they made a recording of a then unknown song called Limehouse Blues which was written by Philip Brabham and Douglas Ferber Uh, It was later introduced in the US where it became a bestseller but this uh, may have been the first recording made of it by Jack Hilton and his orchestra. And then back to the US to a group led by Jan Garber and his orchestra. They're going to bring us an Irving Berlin number, which is uh, another fun number. Lots of rhythm and uh, fun uh, syncopation, I guess you'd have to say, in these numbers. Anyway, the Irving Berlin piece we're going to hear is, I think you've heard this one before, Putting on the Ritz. And uh, Maxwell Covert brings us the words. And we'll start with the Charleston Chasers, and After You've Gone. (laughs) ¶¶
1: The levy all miss putting on the rinse. Why that's where each and every little, little bell goes every Thursday evening with her swell rubbing elbows. Come with me and we
0: was Jan Garber and his orchestra from 1930 with Puddin' on the Ritz. Maxwell Cobert brought us the words and it's an Irving Berlin tune. I think it was uh, performed and danced to by Fred Astaire. There's a video of him I think on YouTube doing it which is particularly fun. And uh, thinking about Irving Berlin he was one of the few songwriters who wrote both the words and uh, the music to his uh, compositions. Another one, of course, would be Cole Porter. The music's just great and some of those lyrics are just so witty. Where do they think of them? Well, before that we heard Jack Hilton and the Queen's Hall Dance Orchestra from 1922, Limehouse Blues. And we started out with Red Nichols and the Charleston Chasers from 1927. After You've Gone Written by Henry Creamer and Turner Layton And I noticed in that piece um, You heard a lot from uh, An instrument that was very uh, was heard on a lot of early pieces And then kind of faded from sight And that was the tuba It was uh, used as a, almost like a bass uh, Certainly contributing to the rhythm Very distinctive And And uh, it worked very well with the group on that one. And the tuba on that particular piece was played by Joe Tarto. Well, we're going to go now to 1937 to a small orchestra led by guitarist Dick McDonough. Now, we've heard from him in the after, well, that piece, After You've Gone. And uh, that was in 1927. Well, this is 1937, and Dick McDonough is leading a small orchestra and featuring a number of uh, famous names, including Bunny Berrigan on Trumpet. They're going to bring us a piece called Dardanella, another much-recorded composition by uh, Felix Bernard, Johnny Black and Fred Fisher. And that's 1937. And then we're going to hear again from uh, the Dorsey Brothers. They've been featured quite a bit this morning. They were very uh, present in the recording studios back when. Well, this is uh, a recording of them together in uh, what was uh, the Dorsey Brothers Orchestra, which was formed around the mid-1930s, so I think they'd been playing together on and off for uh, since uh, about 1930. They're playing for the Deco label at this time. This is 1934, and the song is written by Jelly Roll Morton, Leon Rapolo, and Paul Mares, and it's called Mylenberg Joys. And then we're going to return to the UK and uh, 1935. And this is another American musician, another American pianist, who made his career home in the UK, and that's Carol Gibbons. And he led a group on and off at perhaps the most famous hotel in London, which was the Savoy, and the group's called the Savoy Hotel Orpheans and the personnel changed over the years but it was a very fine group and they had some very nice singers over time with the group and we're going to hear from the orchestra and singer Brian Lawrence this morning now Brian Lawrence himself led an orchestra called the Lansdowne Orchestra which I believe was situated <laughs> uh, played from a, a hotel called the Lansdowne I'm not absolutely sure about that but, and Brian Lawrence was a fine musician and also had a lovely voice Also appeared in a couple of movies, I understand. Well, they're going to bring us a piece written by Matt Gordon and Harry Ravel, again, called From the Top of Your Head, and it was featured in the film Two for Tonight that was released in that year, 1935. We'll hear now from Dick McDonough and Dardanella.
1: From the tip of your toes, you're beautiful. Yes, baby, once more, life is heavenly in your caress. From the top of your head to the tip of your toes, you're wonderful. You're the head of the show, you're the cameo of Loveland. Oh, what eyes you have. Oh, what lips you have. Oh, what lovely features. Talk about adorable creatures. You have so many thrillables that I'm all out of syllables. From the top of your head to the tip of your toes, you're marvelous, glorious. You are simply divine. Top to tip, you're tip-top, but the to top in all your mind. <laughs>
0: to the end of I've Heard That Song Before for another week. We have one more tune for you this morning. We'll get to that in just a moment. Thanks so much for joining me today, and I hope you enjoyed this trip back through music history into the 20s and 30s. Do please stay with us. Randy's bringing us two hours of wonderful jazz coming up in just a few minutes. And uh, he'll be with you, as I said, for two hours, so do please join us. And we've got one more song for you today. We're going to hear from Ambrose and his orchestra from January the 29th, 1930, the Mayfair Hotel in London. Happy days are here again. We're going to hear that again, again. And we'll have the words from Lou Abelardo. Here's Ambrose and his orchestra.